Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J. And first and foremost, I want to give God all the glory and all the thanks for just keeping us with his grace and his mercy. And if it is his will, we will get through today. We will get through the holiday season with cheer. We will impart some knowledge on someone else. Someone will fill us with knowledge, peace, and understanding. Give us a little bit of wisdom. We'll be careful with the words that we say out of our mouth. And we'll be more listeners. Endure of your word, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. So listen, guys. First and foremost, I want to say happy, 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 happy Thanksgiving. We have so much to be thankful for. If you woke up this morning and God kept his covenant around and about your home and your family, we are thankful for that. There's so many people out here that don't have homes. There's so many people out here that don't have food or clothing that are that is looking for a warm uh, place to stay during this holiday season. So I want to thank you guys um, for listening and coming to me and just being thankful to be able to come to you on a weekly basis and allow you guys to listen to me and you guys pour into me and I pour into you. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thank- thankful to 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 God for um, just being debt free and mentally and physically well and and having my family and friends around me and we can just pour in into each other and if it's God's will have great 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 memories um to share um after this holiday season so I want to talk to you guys a little bit and I don't want to mess up her name like I did earlier Shanquilla Robinson I believe that is. I believe I said the first part right. I want to jump right into this episode um, because I put out an episode yesterday and uh, I actually posted it and made it public and uh, I kept listening to it after I posted it and it, it, it started out great and then I got a whole lot of emotion that I put into it. So from my end, I can see where nobody listened yet. <laughs> Instead, I think I had like one listener that that listened so far. So to that person or those people that did listen and they heard that punch of emotion at the end, I want to apologize. Um, sometimes I get in my own way and it wasn't nothing bad that was said. It was just I was so emotional and so hyper And sometimes I can be a little bit overly opinionated when I'm passionate about something. So I want to put that out there first and foremost. And if you didn't hear it, then here's the redo. And we don't have to worry about that. We can just keep it moving. (laughs) So laughter is good for the soul, guys. And when we recognize mistakes, that's the wonderful thing about the God that we serve, that he will chastise you. And he just would not let me sleep last night until I took it down. I didn't delete it, but I took it down. And I re-listened to it this morning. And I said, Victoria, you put out some good stuff. However, you sound like you're um, chastising your children. So let's clean that up a little bit. So here it goes. Um, I do want to talk about Miss Robinson and her family and 
uh, what's been all over uh, the media, all over the news, um, on our local news stations here in North Carolina, for those of you that listen that is um, not in my surrounding counties. Um, And for disclaimer purposes, I do want to put out there that I am not a legal representative of the family. I, I don't have any legal backing behind me. I'm not a spokesperson for them. Um, this is just my personal opinion for legal purposes. And um, this is my takeaway. And all of this is alleged because they haven't charged anybody yet. So I'm just uh, pretty much putting out there with you guys that are locally have already seen and heard about, and some may not have, because I, I I just heard about it over the weekend. Um, and for my national listeners, this is what's going on in our great, great state um, of North Carolina. It didn't happen in North Carolina per se. It happened in uh, Mexico, but it affected one of our um, dearly beloved um, young ladies, and she was a native of North Carolina. She resided here. I don't know if she was a native, but she resided here. Um, So I want to get into it real quick about, uh, this is what I've been talking about. This is what my first episode was about that reached a lot of you guys. And you gave me good, excuse me, positive feedback from it. And then I went on and talked about people's mental status. And you really don't know what's going on with people mentally. Uh, with all that being said, my condolences go out to the family, to the family. Um, we're coming up on the holiday season. They just had to bury their daughter over the weekend and still searching for answers to, um, pretty much what was, was a mystery slash speculation slash manipulation. And I want to say this because I'm always talking about our young people and how I want to pour back into the community and how we can come up with ideas to pour back into our community. And it's just a tragic thing that allegedly this young lady went off with her friends, six friends, and they met up in Cabo, Mexico for a, a birthday party. And unfortunately, she wasn't there uh, 24 hours before she allegedly passed away. And allegedly there was some manipulation, some untruth that was told about the cause of her death. Uh, the friends allegedly that she was with said that she drank too much and she had alcohol poisoning. And then on Saturday morning, they woke up and she was dead. Something to that uh, effect. Um, And then when the parents finally got to the bottom of it, and this this is like a couple weeks later here now, and they got the autopsy, it said that um, that wasn't so. That she actually died of some neck injuries, some back injuries, um, some head injuries, something to do with the head, the neck, and the back. We're still trying to get the facts straight and from our local news media and from, you know, people that know her, her parents and and her her father, mother and father have been out there putting it out there so that this this case can get some 
recognition and I, and I my hat goes off to them. Um, I have three children myself. I mean, I have two daughters and a son and God forbid that something like this happened to them and they were supposed to be with friends that they grew up with, especially at least one friend that they grew up with, known half of their life or 50% of their life and to find out that that friend was not a friend. But I did an episode about, did you pour into yourself? And I talked about how we have friends that's been around us for years that sometimes don't have our best interests at heart. They don't have good intentions for us. They don't have our best interests for us. And they have underlying jealousies. And from what I can see, and this is just my speculation, this young lady was doing very well for herself. Um, She braided hair from what I can understand, especially a a lot of children did beautiful work. Uh, She had her hand in in, in fashion. And I believe they said um, the club as well. She was a club promoter or trying to promote a club or something to that nature. I'm not real sure about that last one, but she was doing very well for herself. And she was out with friends that some of them she went to high school with and definitely the others that she went to college with right here in our our area. And, you know, to know that you at least trusted one of them and allegedly the one that you trusted the most, the one that you were claiming to be your best friend, the one that was coming to your home, going on family vacations and family gatherings at your house, could watch this happen to you and not do anything besides record, allegedly record the situation and not come to your aid. It's just devastating. And for those of my listeners that don't know, um, let me back up a little bit. She went out of town with her friends to Mexico. Um, it, it, she died there in Mexico. It was said allegedly that she um, had alcohol poison. Come to find out, um, her parents found out that she had been in a, a fight with one or more of the friends on the trip. Video came out that, that the news put out there and a lot of uh, social media podcasters and influencers, they've been running it on their page and, and the, the video went viral and, and it is um, pretty graphic. I mean, uh, the girl was fighting to the point where she she was, she was not wearing any clothes. Um, allegedly, we don't know if she was taken by surprise and just didn't have any clothes on or if they were fighting that heavily that uh, she was beaten out of her clothes allegedly. Anyway, um, I'm not going to talk too much about it because of legal purposes and I don't know what I can and cannot say and I don't want to be disrespectful to the family by talking about something that I really don't know anything about. I'm uh, more so following on the news um, and in different platforms so from what I see, I want to talk about it from a mother's standpoint. I want to talk about it from a sister's standpoint. I want to talk about it from a community standpoint. Because here on 12th Street Talk Back, 
We're about uplifting our community. We're about positivity. We want to pour into our younger generation. We want to be able to be helpmates to our elders. And this is unfortunate that this young lady was from our area and what I would consider right down the street. I think it's like an hour, 15 minute drive, if that, depending on your speed. And my heart definitely goes out to her parents around, especially with this being the Thanksgiving holiday. And I just saw the interview with her father and her mother. And for her father, as we know, our girls are are, are daddy's girls. And our, our boys are our mama's boys. And I don't care how many people try to say that's not true. And it is a fact. It is a fact. And that's my opinion. But I want to get back to saying this. This is what I'm talking about when I say pour into our Black community. Pour into your children. Pour into that young girl or that young boy that may be going through something at home, may be going through something on a job, or may have some past issues that they're dealing with, whether it be violence in the home, molestation, um, things that we don't know about, because you never know what anybody's mental status is. And our young people are walking around with so much that they are carrying, and they're carrying a lot of hatred in their heart. And on top of that, they're, they're, they're fearless. Now, I want to say when I say young people, I'm talking about maybe from the age 12 all the way up to, I want to say about 30, 33, right there where you hit that line 35, 36, and you start to realize that some of the junk that you've been holding on to or some of your behaviors has not been conducive to your life, that it has not been adding any type of value to your life. And you start to think about some of the things that's going on in your life and you want to switch that up. And I go back to saying that it starts in the home. And I want to talk to my parents, my older women, my older men. It starts in our home. And if you have young children or you know that young child that's out there that may be getting ready to live, uh, uh, veer off to the left or the right, try to stare them in the right place. Now, I know you guys are going to say, um, Victoria, these kids are so hard-headed these days. They don't want to hear anything that we have to say. And I get it because I have three kids of my own. And I thank God for them every day. But number one, that's the whole thing. Thanking God for them every day. And number two, instilling God in their life. Or whatever your spiritual um, relationship is with whoever you serve, whether it be God or whatever it is that you're passionate about and this is who you pray to. For me and my household, it's God. And we have to bring God back into our household. We have to bring God back into the community. We need to bring God back into our school system. And that's what I'm talking about in our Black communities. Making sure that our children get the leadership skills, get the knowledge, get the understanding and wisdom. And no, we can't protect them for everything because they do have to go through life and learn life lessons. But is this a lesson? that we want them to learn, that they had so many underlying jealousies, so many underlying hidden agendas, 
or they're going along to get along with their, their friends or they're watching stuff on, on, on social media or, or Googling stuff. And that's, that's, that's their leadership. That is the person that's leading them. We as parents need to get back into our community. We need to get back in our household and see what our children are doing in our face and out of our face, behind closed doors, while we're buying them those nice computers and fancy cell phones. Even when they don't want to hear what we have to say, whether they be under 18 or over 18, under 18, we can start there. Even if they're already at a point where they're out of control and they're talking back and slamming doors and don't want to hear anything you have to say, you still have time to turn that situation around. There are programs out there that you can get for your children, put your, your children in. There's counseling that they can go to. And a lot of them, I know, I get it. They're bigger than us. Some of them are stronger than us because they sit around all day and they're on social media and playing video games. They're not outside getting any type of activity. So they're a little bit healthier than we are. And some people in their house, because I've heard the conversations in, in my groups and from other people that I don't know. Some of these teenagers and young adults put the fear of God in their own parents, especially for single parents. But we have got to use the tools that are out there available for us in our community. And there are tools out there. And law enforcement is on our side. And and years ago, these kids came up with this thing, divorcing the parents and calling the police on the parents. And now the parents are scared to do what God instilled in us to do in the first place. And that was to raise our children. He says it in his word. If you spare the rod, you spoil the child. And I'm just paraphrasing. But we need to get back into our community, get back into our homes. Know what's going on inside of your children's head, inside of your own households. Give back to the community. I know we're tired. I know that we work hard jobs and we we got bills to pay. And on our day off, all we want to do is, you know, do whatever our household chores is and, and just kick back and relax. But if you have teenagers in this day and time, in this Gen Z era, and I want to even go back to say our areas where we are millennials, millennials, excuse me, we need to be pouring back into them. We need to be taking them out, introducing them to society, getting them in programs, making them volunteer. And if they've got, if you notice something, anger issues, and they got some things going on with them, put them in counseling. And I know you're going to get some resistance, but here's the thing. You can always take them to counseling without them knowing that you're taking them there. And if your situation has gotten out of the control to where it is your child or you know someone that their child has uh, gotten out there where um, it seems like that there is no hope and there's no turning back and they are under the age of 18, then there's programs out there that you can put them in. I think back in our day, there was Job Corps. Now, I don't know if it still exists, but it's out there. They got military schools. They got different things that you can um, put your kids in to learn some leadership skills, learn some values, learn some respect, and have some self-worth. So at the end of the day, they're not walking around letting social media be their God and their roadmap to life. And I know you guys are going to say, Victoria, you're preaching to the choir. 
But it starts at home. We got to get some of that old stuff back that our parents instilled in us. We have got to stop being our, our, our children's friends and pour into them love and provide them with the leadership skills. Provide them with, arm them with the knowledge what to do when they get stopped by a policeman. And arm them with the knowledge of knowing. Know that feeling. Every, every one of us have that feeling in us when something just don't ain't right. Our heart and our head tells us about it, but some of us choose to ignore the caution sign and we end up in a whole bunch of trouble that we don't want to be in. My mother used to say all the time, trouble is easy to get in and it's hard to get out of. And she used to tell myself and my siblings this. And I'm going to tell you, I wasn't the easiest child to, to get along with. I wasn't a rotten child, but I wasn't out there just doing an any and everything because my mama instilled those values in me. And when I went out to represent the family name, God forbid it got back to her that I was out in the streets acting a fool. Then I would have something to deal with when I came back home. We need to get back to that in our community. And it takes one of us, but it takes all of us. It takes a village to start getting these kids up, getting them in the right programs. Little leagues, uh, the urban league, boys and girls clubs, boys and girls scouts. Starting there and to our parents that have children that's 18 to 21 or on that scale of they are legal. It's still okay to tell your children what to do. Now, they may not listen, but it's okay to tell them and give them advice. Give them something to think about. Give them something to take a pause a minute. It starts there. All it takes is one pause. Whether they walk out the door, whether they hang up the phone with you, they're going to think about it if you truly rooted and grounded in what you're saying to them and rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ and bringing God into it. Constantly reminding them that there's a God upstairs. There's something thing, something about the young community right now. They don't want to hear about God. They don't want to hear about God and they, they have no fear. But it's our job as the parent. It's our job as teachers and doctors and lawyers and community leaders to try to steer our young people in the right path. And I said it before and I said it again. There is certain things that you can't say to, pe- to to these youngsters these days. Not knowing what they're gonna say or do. But I think God gives us a whole lot of extra uh, um, courage and confidence and, and I'm getting out of my shell, being a little less fearless and, and, and fearful, I'm sorry. And, and, and he's giving me a little bit more tack of how to say something without being offensive. <clears throat> so, this this whole situation was very unfortunate. And I pray for the family. And I pray for the, the youngsters, the young, young men and women that were there, whether they were involved or where they wasn't involved. But, but it's leaning to more so that all of them at some point was involved. Even allegedly the ones that were recording and telling her to fight back and she kept saying no she she she, she wasn't I pray for their they, I pray 
for their deliverance. I pray that they find some forgiveness and get rid of all that anger and hurt that they have in their heart. But for most of all, I pray that the family gets justice. But now, here we go again. Possibly, possibly, we have six of our community that may possibly end up have thrown away their life over a moment of jealousy or a moment of words that were said while intoxicated or maybe not intoxicated or maybe it just envy. And, and my personal opinion is it was a whole lot of jealousy because from what I can see, and we never know what people are doing behind closed doors, but what, from what I can see, this young lady had her head on straight. From what her parents are saying, she had her head on straight. She was doing her thing in her community. She was starting her businesses. She was giving back to her community by even allegedly, they say she paid for some of the members to go on the trip. So for for them to have the audacity to do this, it's just disturbing. It's disturbing on levels that I can't even phantom. And I know we're going through a lot in our world today, but we have to bring God back into our households, God back into our community, God back into our school system, and watch how the self-respect and the self-worth and the leadership and the values and the skills start to to, to manifest in our younger generation. And I'm going to say it again, from the age 12 to 30-some years old, because I was in my 30s once, I was in my 20s once, as well as you guys. And I still had a a childish mentality, even in my 20s and my 30s. I was carrying around a bunch of garbage that I didn't need to carry around. And it hit me like a light bulb one day. And I had to go through some stuff to understand I can't just say what I want to say. I can't just do what I want to do. And it added character. I had already had the leadership skills. I was already respectful. But inside of me, I was carrying around a bunch of garbage that did not bring any value to my life. And I ended up losing people and stuff that I worked hard for. And when the light bulb finally went off in my life, I understood all the things that my mother had instilled in me in the first place and what it meant and what it was about. And I thank God he gave me the opportunity for a do-over. So we need to get back to doing that in our community. We need to get back to giving back to our community and knowing what's going on inside of our homes. And if you have that niece or that nephew and you don't have any kids yet, and you recognize some some depression, some underlying uh, anger and stuff in them, go to their aid. Go to their parents. Go to their aid. Do something. Pour back into your sister. And with that being said, I want to say this. I watched a movie. I know all of you guys have seen it, A Family That Prays. And the mother said to her son when they were having a conversation about the business, "It was. it's not you that I have the issue with. It's your private thoughts that give me pause. So she knew her son that well, that she knew that he could be something to deal with underneath it all and that's where we got to get back 
to our young generation. We got to figure out what's going on in our households. We got to figure out what they're out there doing in the street to represent our family names, our names, represent our household. But I just want to, and I know I said it with a lot of passion. I don't want to offend anybody. So if I have, please forgive me. I love you guys. And I love everything that God is doing in, in my life and, that, and, and all that he has to come for our generation. But we have to start to form an alliance in our community. And I want to start here locally. I want to start locally with my platform and anything that I can do to come to the aid and the needs of our young generation and also to help, to help our elders because they need help. And I want to give you guys this to think about. One day you're going to be older in your late 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And God forbid if your mate is still not living, you may end up in a nursing home. Just think about it. Some of these kids that's running around here with all this underlying hatred and jealousy in their heart, they're going to be working those jobs in our community. So we, do you really want somebody working their job that has that hate in, instilled in them that, that you got to depend on to feed you or come in to bathe you or, or, or wonder whether they're going to come in to feed or bathe you or are they going to be on their social media platforms or on their phone? Because they have no value and no leadership skills. And I'm not talking about everybody. I'm not talking about everybody's homes. I'm talking about the ones that got away. The lost sheep. But what the, that being said, I love you guys. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Pour into your sister. Pour into your friend. Love on each other this holiday season. Eat a lot of turkey and dressing and all that good stuff. And we'll be back to see you on Monday. I have a special guest coming on. It's going to be a great show. And I love you guys. And ciao for now. But Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. And don't forget to follow me on 12th Street Talk Back on my Facebook page. Follow, follow, follow. Share, share, share. Ciao for now.